Good morning. This is Phil Knute with River Valley Co-op and your morning grain comments. Corn and soybean futures were higher overnight. May corn finished the overnight session up three and a quarter cents, settling at six twenty-eight and three quarters. May soybeans were up seven and a half cents, settling at fifteen twenty-five and a quarter. In the outside markets, as of seven forty a.m., the U.S. dollar index is off one hundred ninety-seven points, trading at one hundred five four sixty-one. April crude oil is off eight cents, trading at seventy-six dollars and fifty-eight cents a barrel. Precious metals are higher, except silver. Industrial metals are higher, except tin. The electronic mini Dow Jones is up nine points, trading at thirty-two thousand eight hundred and twenty-two. Yesterday's WASDE report was bearish for corn futures and friendly for soybean futures, at least on the surface. An aggressive cut to the corn export estimate increased the domestic corn carryout projection by 75 million bushels to 1.342 billion bushels. This figure is at the very upper end of the range of trade expectations. On the domestic soybean balance sheet, a slight reduction in the crush estimate was more than offset by a larger-than-expected 25 million bushel increase to the export estimate, resulting in a 15 million bushel decrease to the carryout projection, which is now at 210 million bushels. This figure is at the very bottom end of the range of trade expectations. Brazilian corn and soybean production estimates were left unchanged as expected. Meanwhile, USDA was very aggressive cutting Argentine corn and soybean production estimates. The Argentine corn production estimate was lowered by 7 million metric ton to 40 million metric ton. And the Argentine soybean production estimate was lowered by 8 million metric ton to 33 million metric ton. The corn production figure is lower than the lowest trade estimate, and the soybean production figure is at the very bottom end of the range of trade estimates. Although soybean futures initially spiked higher in response to these friendly figures post-report, that initial enthusiasm died off quickly. Soybean futures managed to finish the trading session only modestly higher. Why? The answer is likely that this is a classic example of buy-the-rumor-sell-the-fact mentality. The trade has been obsessed with Argentine production issues since their growing season began, and soybean futures have rallied $2 in the last few months in response. Now that significant production losses were realized by USDA and printed in official ink, soybean futures succumbed to selling pressure. This morning, U.S. released the weekly export sales report. Weekly corn sales bookings were extremely impressive, while weekly soybean sales bookings were extremely disappointing. Last week, 1,412,100 metric ton of corn was booked for sale for the current marketing year. This figure is over 200,000 metric ton higher than the highest trade estimate, is up noticeably from the previous week's sales, and is 57% higher than the prior four-week average. For the 2023-24 marketing year, 113,200 metric ton of corn was booked for sale last week. This figure is in the middle of the range of trade expectations. Last week's corn export shipments totaled 1,052,000 metric ton. This figure is a marketing year high. It's 58% higher than the previous week's shipments and it's 74% higher than the prior four-week average. Primary destinations were Mexico, Colombia, Japan, South Korea, and Guatemala. Last week, any new soybean sales for the current marketing year were more than offset by reductions in cancellations, resulting in a net negative 23,200 metric ton total. This figure is a marketing year low and is over 250,000 metric ton lower than the lowest trade estimate. For the 2023-24 marketing year, 172,300 metric ton of soybeans were booked for sale last week. This figure is on the upper end of the range of trade expectations. 
Last week's soybean export shipments totaled 581,000 metric ton. This figure is 34% lower than the previous week's shipments and is 62% lower than the prior four-week average. Primary destinations were China, Mexico, Japan, Indonesia, and Vietnam. Yesterday, the fund sold 5,000 contracts of corn, bought 1,000 contracts of soybeans, and bought 4,000 contracts of wheat. They are now estimated to be net long 176,800 metric ton of corn, net long 168,950 contracts of soybeans, and net short 121,710 contracts of wheat. From a chart perspective, May corn finds initial support at 624, the overnight low, followed closely by 622 and a quarter, the six plus month low charted last Wednesday, and then the August 18th low, 615 and a quarter. Initial resistance is at 629 and three quarters, the overnight high, followed by 642 and three quarters, Friday's high, and then the key 650 mark. May soybeans find initial support at yesterday's low, 1511, followed by the psychological $15 level, and then 1477 and three quarters, the one plus month low charted last Tuesday. Initial resistance is at 1528 and three quarters, the overnight high, followed by 1538 and a half, Monday's high, and then 1549 and three quarters, the eight plus month high charted on February 22nd. Opening calls are steady to higher. And with all of that, have a great Thursday from your friends at River Valley Co-op.